Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Praise God and hallelujah. I want to I wanna minister on part two, amen, on, on the message I started a couple of weeks ago. It's time to parent. It's time to parent. For those that just have babies or going to have babies, this is for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so the, the title of, the, of the, this two-part series is Time to Parent with a subtitle saying, it's not easy, but you have to do it. <laughs> it's not easy, but you as parents have to do it. It's important that we, parents say I, I. that we as parents engage with our children, amen, be involved in parting into them, amen. The definition of parenting is this, the raising or taking care of a child by a parent. Come on, your children, come on, parents say my children. Your children are not supposed to be your best friend. You are to be a parent to them. They need a parent, not a friend. Come on, you got to understand that. And I'm not saying you can't have a relationship of friendship with them, but you are to be a parent to them. Come on, somebody. With the kids, uh, with the rise of kids dropping out of school and running away from home, kids being abused, amen, or neglected, kids getting uh, arrested, amen, children being hurt or being killed by gun violence, with homosexuality calling out to them, transgender on the rise, I'm I'm a girl, don't call me a girl, don't call me a boy, amen, call me this, call me that. All that, church, let me tell you, it's because parents are not involved in their kid's life. Come on, there is something wrong, church, when parents are not involved or not parenting. Come on, just follow me, church, amen. Come on, there's a problem in our world, in our society today, where kids are confused, and it's because the missing parent is not there to guide them. Let me understand, you got to understand, church, could it be that Christian parents are not reading the Word of God to them, or not teaching them to obey or to honor? Because all our answers, church, are in the Word of God. Come on, all our answers are in God's Word, Amen. He has the answers. It says in 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9, it says this, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Come on, this is what it's going to take, church. For us to raise our children in God's way, it is a committed heart to God. Amen. You've got to be fully committed to the Lord. Amen. Because that is going to help us in raising our children. Come on. Come on. There are going to be times where you feel it's so hard or difficult to fulfill your duties or responsibilities as a parent. I mean, kids alone today, come on, have a hard time. Come on. They're having a hard time. So they need guidance. They need direction. They need some understanding. And so you as parents, hallelujah, have to be there to guide them. Listen, not release them. 
That's the problem today. We're releasing our children to figure it out on their own, and that's not their, that's not, that's not how it's done, church. You as parents have to guide them. Come on, you are the ones that love them the most. They're your blood. Hallelujah. Come on, I ain't going to release my children to the world. I ain't going to release my children to how society is going. I'm going to teach them. I'm going to guide them with the word of God. Can somebody say amen? Come on, they're not there to figure it out. We think as parents, all we got to do is that old Beatles song, all they need is love. Come on. All they need is love. Oh. Uh oh, come on, you know, you know the song, amen. Come on, no, 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 they need more than just love. Let me tell you, what they need is the love of the Father, because the Father's love, what, completes them. That's the love that they need, church, amen. Now, we have to love them more than just love them. We have to be there for them. See, to be fully committed to our kids, the Bible says it takes wisdom. Come on, come on. Any parent here have it all together? Raise your hand. <laughs> Come on, if we raise our hand, we'd we, we be lying, amen. I'm still learning. I'm a grandfather, amen, and, and so I'm still learning on things of our kids, amen. And so we need wisdom. God, I need wisdom in this situation. I need wisdom in this, uh, in this direction. I need wisdom in this circumstance and things like that. So to be fully committed to our kids, the Bible said, says it takes wisdom. Proverbs 24, 3 says this, it takes wisdom to have a good family and it takes understanding to make it strong. Healthy families are not by accident. They are results, listen, of wise actions and wise decisions by wise parents. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So today I'm going to wrap up this two-part series Come on, we're looking at four things, right, that God says you need to do in order to be fully committed with your kids. Four things in order to be a healthy family, and I'm calling them the four P's. Amen? Anybody remember the first two P's two weeks ago? You guys have blown it already. Hallelujah. No wonder. They're still jacked up. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on. We just released our kids. We didn't, we didn't even, we're not even applying one or two. Amen. Huh? Prepare. Yes, we got to prepare. What's the other one? Starts with P. Hallelujah. Point. Come on, somebody. Say point. Come on, you got to prepare and you have to point. You Parents need to prepare your children for life. You have to prepare them and you are to point them to God. Deuteronomy 6, 7 says this. You must teach these commands to your children. Talk about them when you're at home or out for a walk, at bedtime and the first thing in the morning. Here in this passage of Scripture here in Deuteronomy, amen, says where the responsibility goes to, where it falls upon. It says, you. Who's you? Who's me? Parents. You as parents. It says, you. You have the responsibility. You parents. Nobody else. Not schools. Not the government. Come on, somebody. Listen, not even the church. 
Not even my wife and I. No way, Jose. They're your responsibility. Come on, church. You understand, the church, my wife and I are here to help your kids and even help you. Come on, to point them in the right direction. But the total responsibility falls on you parents. Come on. You parents have to take responsibility. Come on, you have kids? They're your responsibility. They're not my responsibility. They're not the government's responsibility. We want to give them to our government. We're releasing them to our schools. We're releasing them to everybody else. But you have to take responsibility. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on, somebody say amen. Somebody say it's my responsibility. Only a few people say that. Amen. Come on. Come on, parents. Say it's my responsibility. Come on, it doesn't matter where we at. I, I messed up so many times. It doesn't matter. We all have messed up, amen. But there has to be a point in your life that you say, I got to take responsibility now. I, I've let it loose. I, 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 I let, I've been loosely in that. I, I haven't taken my responsibility. But today's the day that you say, I got to take responsibility in raising my children, amen. Come on, God's word in Deuteronomy says you, you as parents, come on, parents who don't instruct their children in the ways of God, come on, and leave them in the hands of YouTubers, internet, social media, TikTok, all that stuff, amen. Let me tell you, church, those parents don't realize, listen, that Satan, listen, Satan is trapping their kids in spiritual captivity within their rooms, within their own minds, and crippling them spiritually. That is what's happening today when you release them to the social media that's out there today of YouTube and TikTok and all this other stuff that's out there. That is who's discipling your children. Come on, it's time, church. Come on, somebody say it's time. It's time that we as parents take back the responsibility and start doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you're a parent, start parenting. Hallelujah. Come on. If this is too hard for you, amen, let me tell you, you got to understand, you got to wake up. We got to do our job. Too many kids are getting lost. Too many kids are confused, church. Why? Because we stopped parenting. We hand them an iPad, thinking, oh, that's, that's, that's a gift, amen. We, and they're in their room locked up in captivity, and the enemy can put whatever he wants into their minds. Psalms 127, verse 3 says this, Children are a gift from the Lord, and they are a reward from him. Come on, those kids are a reward. That is a joy. That is a gift that God has given you. Come on. Another translation says, children are an inheritance. God gives parents. Come on, what a great responsibility that falls on us. Amen. That is, it is a gift and an inheritance from our Father to us. Listen, beware of losing that inheritance. Because you as parents, listen, one day will have to answer to God for them. The responsibility falls on you. Come on. I got, I, I'm responsible for my kids. You have to be responsible for yours. Can somebody say amen? 
Come on, it says, it says in Deuteronomy that you, you as parents must what? You must teach. You have to teach, amen. Teach them the word of God. Pass it down to them. Come on, pass that word, pass that wisdom. It says, it goes on to say, teach them these commandments. Listen, church, in a lot of families today, there's not a lot of solid truth of God's word being passed down to our kids. That's why our kids are so confused. That's why our kids today are so messed up in their minds, church. Listen, parents, God is not an option. Come on, God is the way of life. Come on, God is a necessity. It is necessary for our children, amen. They need to know who God is, and you as parents, especially as Christian parents, need to show them the word of God, teach them the word of God, and as they get old, they have their own decision to make. But if you teach them well and train them up well, guess what? It says that they will come back to that. I was taught the word of God in my, in my home. I was raised in the word of God, amen, but I fell away. I got away from him, amen. I started doing what the world was doing. But because of the word of God that was imparted to me when I was small, church, it brought me back to that, amen. It brought me back. It opened my eyes, amen, and made me come back to know who God is. That when I was in trouble and I was down and out, I knew, I knew where to go because mama taught me. Mama prayed for me. Come on, somebody. Come on. It's like the prodigal son. We know the story, right? He was raised in the house. And he says, you know what? It's my time to go. I want to go check out life. Amen. But the Bible says that when he came to his what? His senses, when he came to his understanding and all the things that, that the father taught him, it brought him back home. You teach them. And when they get old, they will not depart from it. Come on. That's God's word. So your responsibility is to teach them. Teach them the commands, amen. Come on, it's not an option. Don't make it an option. Don't let them figure it out. No, no, they need you as parents to teach them now. They can figure it out later. They, whatever they can do with it, whatever they want to do with it later, you got to trust them when you release them too. If they're ready to go out there, you say, you know what, they're doing some crazy things or dumb things out there, you say, you know what, my son, my daughter is going to wake up one day. Because I did what I was supposed to do. I was responsible. I taught them. It does, that doesn't fall on you. Your job was to teach them till they, left, till, they, till they left the house. Left the house. <laughs> when they leave the house, amen. Right? From there, you got to what? Trust God. And you trust in the word that when they get old, they won't depart from it. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. You need, they need to know what John 14, 16 says, where it says Jesus told them, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Your kids need to know that. They need to know that, church. Come on, they need to know John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. What? That he gave his only begotten son that anyone who believes in him shall not perish, but what? Have everlasting life. Your kids need to know that. They need to know that God loved the world and he sent Jesus to die for our sins. Somebody say, my sins. Come on, our sins, our mess-ups, amen. He paid the price with his blood and he cleanses us that, that no matter what we did in our life, the blood of Jesus pays off our debt. Come on, somebody. Your children need to know that so when they mess up, they know who to call to and know that the blood of Jesus will wipe it away from them. 
Forgive them. Come on, somebody. Come on, they don't have to live in the lie no more. They don't have to live condemned anymore because the blood of Jesus sets them free. Your kids need to know that. Come on, that's what's going to help them when they're going through a season and going through some trials and storms of the world that they're in right now. You know what? The blood of Jesus covers me. Jesus set me free. If I believe in him, then I can be set free. Come on, somebody. So let's look at the other two Ps. Amen? So the first one was to prepare. And the other one's to point. The third one, protect. Protect your kids in the storm. Come on. Notice I said to protect them in the storm, not from the storm. You got to understand. How many know that we're going to have storms in our lives? They're going to come, amen. You can count on it, amen. You're going to face storms. You're going to face battles. Life, church, listen, come on, somebody, is full of storms. Can somebody say amen? You know, I wish, I wish I could have been there and did a better job to protect my children, to protect Nick and Sharice and Tony, amen. Tony, Tony too, hallelujah. Brandon, hallelujah. All my kids, amen, hallelujah. I wish I was there to protect them as I was growing up, amen, as being a young father, and I failed. I failed my kids. And I want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry, son. I'm sorry, Sharice, I'm sorry, Nick, if you're watching this. I'm sorry that I failed. And I was so selfish with my ways when I left the Lord those 10 years, and I didn't protect my kids. I didn't protect them from the things of the world. Man, imagine the things that were going on today. If that was back then, man, I, I don't know where my children would be, but thank God for his amazing grace. So I just want to say that. Forgive me, guys. I'm so sorry for not being the father that I needed to do to protect you in those times and seasons that they've gone through that they were missing a dad. And so I'm here to say sorry and forgive me, please. I wish I could have done a better job, church. I don't know where my oldest son would be if I would have been there for him. He'd probably be here today, yet I failed. I'm surprised that my other kids are still here, and God's grace is because of that, because I failed to protect them in a time where they needed a father, especially in the age group that they were in when I was gone. Those were the important years of teaching them and showing them God, and yet I wasn't there. It was only mom. And they had to see mom go through the trials and the storms of, a, of an unprotected home because a father was missing. So forgive me. Forgive me. Listen, we can't protect them from the storms of life. Storms are going to come. Your children, your grandchildren are going to face storms. But we can, listen, parents, protect our kids in the storm of life. When they're going through a season, they're going through a battle right now, you can be there in that storm with them. Can somebody say amen? Come on, life is tough enough, church. Come on, we all need a place of safety and security and peace and protection. And God, listen, has planned, has planned that our homes be that place. Our homes be that place of security for them. 
Proverbs chapter 14, 26 says this, Reverence for the Lord gives a man deep strength. His children have a place of refuge and security. The New Living Translation puts it like this, Those who fear the Lord are secure, and He will be a refuge, listen, for their children. The home is supposed to be a place of refuge, a home of security. Come on, we need to provide a positive input in our homes today in order to counterbalance all the negativity input that they receive from the world. The sad part, church, listen, about many homes today, rather than being a place of refuge, rather than being a place of safety and security and stability in the storm, they are the center of the storms themselves. Our children should come home and feel safe and secure, yet it's the storms are in their very own homes. So there is no safety for them. There is no place for them. Because the place that God designed it to be, a lot of homes are not. So they find it in other things. That's not God's plan for our homes. It's not God's plan for our families. It's supposed to be a place of security. He warned us against it in Mark chapter 3, 25, that a family that is divided cannot continue. Come on. The common English Bible says a house that is torn apart by division will collapse. So a place, uh, uh, this place I'm speaking about, the home church, is supposed to be the source of acceptance. And sometimes it becomes the source of rejection. So how do we switch it around, church? How can we as parents be fully committed to our kids and our families? Somebody say how. I'm glad you asked. Well, I'm going to give you four things. How. And it's very simple. They all start with the letter H. Number one, here. Somebody say here. Come on, you have to listen to them. Parents, listen to your children. Amen. Number two, hug. Come on, somebody. Your children need affection. If you don't give it to them, they're going to find it somewhere else. And usually it's the wrong kind of affection. Hug them. Come on, they need a hug. Number three, hope. There's no hope in the pulp. There's hope in God. Hallelujah. Give them hope. Amen. They need it for their future. You've got to give them Jesus. Come on, somebody. And number four, help. Amen. You need to provide it for them, and you need to teach them to ask for it. Come on. There's grown people today that never been taught that in their home, so they never ask for help as adults, and they struggle. Come on, somebody say amen. It's the truth. We didn't teach them that, so we teach them to be a man and don't help and do this and that and, and all this stuff. So when we're going through trials, we just we don't ask for help. We just figure it out. We've got to figure it out. That's how it was taught to me. 
That's how it was taught to me as a, uh, from my father. He says, you, you do it. You're the man. You figure it out. I didn't get the hug that I needed. I didn't get the help that I needed. Amen. I, I, I wasn't given hope. Come on. I love my dad. Amen. He got saved. Hallelujah at the end. But, but let me tell you, I wasn't raised in that. Most of us weren't raised in that. Come on, somebody. Let's just be honest. So you got to hear them out. you got to give them some, some hope. Uh, you got to give them a hug every once in a while. And you got to help them in the time of need. And you got to ask them and teach them to ask for help. So here. Somebody say here. Hug. Hope. Help. Come on, in our own heads right now, in your own heads, I want you to rate yourself. Don't say the number between 1 and 10 in providing protection for your kids in the storm. How do you rate yourself right now? Be honest. Come on, I'm not taking the score. I'm not going to say I'm a 10. And I, you know, <laughs> I'm not looking for that. I want you to be honest with yourself. Where do you fall in protecting your kids? How many here can need some help I mean can raise that, that skill I don't know about you I, I'm not a 10 I, I, I want to I want to be better so we got to protect our kids church come on is our home listen is our home a place of refuge for them a place of peace security for our kids come on they sh- it should be that's how God designed it to be our kids should never be afraid to come home listen even if they did something wrong They should be able to come home and tell mom or dad, you know what, I messed up, this is what I did. And be able to just say it to you without you freaking out. Come on, without you bringing out the cinto. And for some cases, we need to bring the cinto back out, hallelujah. You know, but let me tell you, you got to do it in love. You got to do it. You you can't do it in anger. You can't handle things in those those ways, church. But we, we gotta, we gotta discipline our kids. We gotta show the love. They gotta say that when I come, they know that, you know what, they messed up. You know what it says in the Word of God. You gotta teach them, you know what, you know, there's some things that you're gonna have to, you, you're gonna have to reap, amen. You, you, you reap what you sow. You gotta teach them these things. You know what, you, you're gonna be punished for this amount of time. Whatever it is, whatever you do, I'm not telling you what you need to do. The responsibility is on you. But we, we have to understand, we have to make that place a refuge for them. Amen? So prepare. Point and protect. Last one. Last P. Who can take a wild guess what this P is? Huh? Pray? That's a good one. What else? Poke? (laughs) Provoke? (laughs) Punish? What else? Patience is a good one. What else? It's not it, though. All those are great. Is it pray? Praise. That's a good one, too. Yeah, that's a good one. What else? Parent? (laughs) The last P, play. Play. Play with your kids. Come on. Kids, you want to get, you want to play? All the kids say, yeah. Look at the sheep. Yeah, I want to play. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Come on, let's go play some hide and seek. Let's go do this. Play some games. Let's play whatever it is. Play. Enjoy them. Listen, parents, enjoy them while they're growing up in your home. Before you know it, they're gone. (laughs) Play. Enjoy them while they're home, growing in your home. God intends families to be a place of happiness. 
Come on. You should always have fun at home. It should be a place of laughter. Come on, how about you? But we laugh at our home. Hallelujah. Come on, sometimes we laugh so much, it's just crazy laugh. Hallelujah. Come on, you got to have some fun. It should be a place where your children feel comfortable. They can kick back, relax, have a good time. Come on, it ought to be a place of fun. You got that clip? Why don't you put this clip? Why don't you turn off the lights? Say, man, check out this clip here. Have fun with your kids. I'm not saying going extreme like oh, Robin Williams did here, amen, and Mrs. Doubtfire, amen, but your kids should have some fun. Come on, somebody. That's just the point I'm bringing is that you need to have some fun, amen. Of course, here, dad's the one with all the fun, and, and, the, and mom's all serious, you know, she's so serious. Hallelujah. But you got to understand, church, amen, that you got you to gotta play with your kids. You got to have some fun with your kids. If you want to jump around and have a little fun, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, amen. Listen, we have to do all the four Ps, guys. You got to understand, we can't just focus on the one. We can't just focus on just preparing them, amen. Come on, that's all we want. We got to prepare our kids. We got to prepare our kids, and then we miss out on all the other ones, amen. Preparing them, amen. Come on, don't just focus on preparing them where you become parents that run your household like a boot camp. Come on, instead of being their parent, you turn into their drill sergeant. Come on, and you forget to play and have fun with them, church. Come on, come on, you have to prepare, you have to point, you have to protect, but you also don't forget to play with them. Come on, somebody. I have a word for you from the Lord for those parents who don't play. Lighten up and have some fun. Come on. Line up and have some fun. There's nothing wrong with having a little fun. I probably have more fun with my kids now as adults, amen, than I have with, with them as kids, amen, and I have even more fun with my grandkids. You've got to have fun. You've got to play with your kids. Can somebody say amen? Come on, a family that prays, prays together, has fun together, and they stay together, church. Deuteronomy 16, 11 says, celebrate your sons and daughters. Another translation says, celebrate with your whole family. So play. Tell your neighbor, play. Have a good time. Stop being so serious. We're all so serious now, you know, I can't play, I'm a, I'm a popples now, and all this other stuff, amen. you got to lighten up, have some fun, enjoy your kids, enjoy them when they're small, amen, hang out with them, play with them, amen, uh, do some fun stuff, laugh a little more. How many can laugh a little more in this place? Come on, we need some laughter in this world, amen. Uh, from everything else that's going on, we need to learn to laugh, and we need to show them that even through... <laughs> I need some water, amen. Even through some hard times, listen, church, you can still have some fun. Come on. You have to laugh through situations. You're going to have to laugh through some storms and some battles and all the stuff that we get hit with life. Otherwise, let me tell you, we would all be just serious and so worried. We got to teach them that we got to trust God. And yes, this is serious. Yes, we're going through a season, but we're going to still laugh. We're going to still pray. We're still going to do what we need to do. Amen. Because we know that God is going to get us through it. 
So have some fun and lighten up, amen. Uh, come on, uh, Ecclesiastes 11, 8 says this. The first part of that says, people ought to enjoy every day of their lives, no matter how long they live. So if you wait until all your troubles and all your problems all go away to start enjoying life, you'll never enjoy life. Because we have problems every day. Come on, somebody. They're always going through a storm, amen. So we wait till all that is over. We'll never enjoy life, church. You have to enjoy it while you're having troubles and while you're having problems, church. John 16, says this, These things I have spoken to you that in me, speaking of Jesus, you may have peace. In this world, you will have tribulations. In this world, you're going to have troubles. In this world, there are going to be storms and battles that come your way, church. But he says, be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. Come on. Jesus is saying here, you're going to go through some seasons in your life. Your kids are going to face some storms in their life. Amen. You have to protect them in that storm. Amen. You got to be with them, but don't stop living. Don't shut down because you got hit with something. Continue to live, amen. Continue to play. Continue to have some fun, amen. Because in him, church, in Jesus, and if Jesus is living in you, guess what? There's peace. Come on, somebody. God is there in the midst of the storm. God is there in the midst of the battle, amen. You got to look to your Savior and say, you know what? Why are you guys tripping? I'm with you. Come on, right? Wasn't he in the boat with the, when the disciples started to trip out? Freak out, you know, hey, we're going to die. He don't care about us. And he says, and Jesus is what? Sleeping. He's just resting, amen. He's just having a good old sleep, having a good old time. And his kids start tripping out on him. And they say, look at him. He's just there. And he goes, why are you guys tripping? The storm surrounds us. I'm in the storm with you. I have never, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm in the storm with you. And if you're with me, Jesus says, I'll never let anything harm you. I'll protect you. How many know that God protects us? Come on, he protects us. Do you know that God plays with us? God is not all serious up there like, oh, I'm God. I got to be serious. <laughs> He's not just serious. God plays. God likes, likes to tell a good joke every once in a while. God likes to laugh. God likes humor. God likes these things. I mean, come on, I play with God sometimes. I mean, he tickles me sometimes. If you can picture me on the floor and he's tickling me, amen, hallelujah. That's all my God is. That's the relationship that I have with my God. He plays with me. He protects me. He prepares me. And he points me always back to him, whatever storm I'm going through, church. And we as parents ought to do the same thing. Your children need you. Parents, your kids need you. Come on. Come on, but the responsibility falls on you. Don't throw them to grandpa. Grandma, we, we're not here to do anything. We're here to play only. Hallelujah. As grandparents, I just want to play with my kids. Amen. I don't want, I don't want to teach. Amen. I don't want to play, but... But it falls on us, too. We teach them. Of course, we're going to show them things, but, but the responsibility is yours. As grandparents, we just want to enjoy, spoil them. Go eat a Happy Meal and be happy. Hallelujah. That's what we want to do as parents and grandparents. Amen. Have some fun. But you have fun with them. 
Have fun with them. Come on, somebody. I enjoy these things, church. You got to enjoy your kids. Can somebody say amen? Amen. You got to understand that one day, one day, the entire house will be quiet and calm and filled with nothing but memories. Our house is quiet right now. Well, we still have my mother-in-law, but it's quiet. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) But let me tell you, it feels good. (laughs) Stop laughing at her. Don't look at her. (laughs) Our house is quiet because all my kids have moved out. Amen. But it feels good to come home and hear my granddaughter feet running down the stairs as I'm driving into the, to the garage, amen, and she starts to hide from me because she wants me to find her. And so I'll start to play right when I walk in from there, and she's running. I hear her running down those stairs, and then all of a sudden you hear a little voice, you can't find me. <laughs> and so I started going, where are you, where are you? <laughs> you hear her laughing, <laughs> That's not it, Grandpa. I'm over here, Pupples. I'm over here. Ah, you can't find me. Then I find her, and I just grab her, and I just start kissing her all over. She says she, don't, she, says she don't like it, but she loves it. <laughs> don't kiss me. I said, I'm going to kiss you to your old girl. <laughs> I still kiss my kids now, today. Yeah, see? <laughs> but it feels good to come home to that because it's, not there all the time. feels good to be uh, on a Sunday after church when all my kids come over and they're relaxing and eating with me and my wife, amen, and having fun, and, and then they just start picking on me. <laughs> they start picking on dad and bagging dad, amen, hallelujah, but it's, everybody's laughing, and, but it's fun. So rate yourself as parents in your head. Where do you rate yourself between 1 and 10? How you play with your kids? You know, we should enjoy our kids. Play with our kids. I don't care how old they are. I I still play with my kids. Amen now. I tickle Brandon every once in a while. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) But let me close. Today, amen. We as parents need to prepare. We need to point. We need to protect our kids, and we need to play with them. If we as parents are going to be fully committed to our kids, but as we do that, church, we're going to need wisdom. Even in the play, we need wisdom. We need wisdom. I'll close with this scripture. Psalms 24, verse 3, it takes wisdom to have a good family and it takes understanding 